Alrighty, we have a great episode of Side Retired, the MLB podcast coming at you guys today. We have Danielle McCartan of WFAN joining us today to talk about her career. So let's see if this works. And Matt, let's hit the intro music and we'll get right into this. Hello and welcome to this edition of Side Retired, the MLB podcast. It is Dylan joined alongside Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? Doing well. I, I think the last time I reported back on the weather in South Bend, we had no sun, but it's been a few days of sun consecutively. So been spoiled. It's been weather above freezing. So I'm I'm in a great mood. It's feeling like baseball weather. The uh, The end of winter is hopefully in sight. Absolutely. And of course, as we teased earlier, we are joined by Danielle McCartan of WFAN. Danielle, how are you doing today? Hey, let's let's get started. Doing good. Doing good. Absolutely. Let's do it. So we're, of course, going to talk about Danielle's career journey, how she wound up at WM, WFAN, and probably some great career stories to talk about there, too. But sort of for people who don't know who you are or don't know who WFAN is, well, that's pretty hard to imagine. Sort of what is it like? Who are you and what do you do? Yeah, WFAN was the first, you know, in history, uh, all sports talk radio, you know, 24-7 still to this day. Um, so, you know, sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, well, that, that's kind of cool to be part of that, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I teach during the week, so it's been a long day so far on this Monday or whatever day you want to record. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I teach during the week. I coach during the week as well. And, um, I, I do the fan on the weekends, uh, connect with the listeners, you know, get out to games, you know, get media credentialed, you know, talk to the players and all that. So it's just, it's the best of both worlds, I guess, for now. Absolutely. And then sort of also thinking about that for younger guys like myself or like Matt, who want to then break into the sports industry or the sports journalism world, sort of what was that journey like and how did you get into this whole business? Yeah, I was a teacher for like uh, maybe five or six years at the time. And I was like, you know what? You know, it's a longer story, but like I never wanted to think like, what if? So I for, for every time someone asks me what and how, uh, the advice is always the same. I, I started um, writing, actually. I had a blog. It's the site that I hosted it is now defunct. So it's not there anymore. So I, I couldn't even pull it up, tell you to pull it up because it's not there anymore. But I started writing and then that evolved into, all right, let's make some short little YouTube videos on the playoffs, you know, and then just, you know, so my best advice would be don't like pigeonhole yourself into, I want to be radio or I want to be TV or a writer. And my advice is just do all of it and see what sticks. And for right now, radio stuck for me so i mean we'll see what the future holds but for right now radio is the one that stuck so just try it all be good at it all um be willing to put yourself out there and you never know awesome and then radio is kind of a unique thing i think you know dylan and i are kind of in the podcast world now and we're talking to people who run podcasts and and trying to get ideas from those people giving those people ideas but radio is kind of unique because you know you can't just hit record whenever you feel like it you know it's scheduled and and it's live, <laughs> whereas, you know, we we record ours and, and can kind of, you know, figure out what fits where. But what's it like, I guess, kind of on the radio side of things? You said you transitioned from writing. What's it been like hosting a radio show specifically? Uh, more work than you think. And you guys podcasting know that, right? You know that if you're good at it, you know that. Um, it's not just show up and press the button and talk sports, right? For me, anyway. I know some guys like to do that. Me, I don't. 
Um, I like, I guess it's the teacher in me. I like when people listen to my radio show and they tweet me afterwards and they say, Hey, I, I learned something. I learned something from your show today. So, you know, it's always be well-rounded too. It's not like I'm the baseball girl or, you know, you want to, I mean, MMA, I, I, MMA, hockey, you know, you got to be ready for whoever picks up the phone and says, I want to talk to Danielle about, I got to call about women's tennis one night. I was like <laughs> Googling on a commercial, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like there's only so much I can jam into my brain while working a full-time job and, and, and more. So, um, you know, but it's just, it's a lot of work. It's my friends know that. Um, my family knows that if I have to leave a baby shower early or a wedding early or not show up to a baby shower, my friends, it's like, they get it, you know? But uh, I'm working towards the dream here. So they understand one day it'll pay off for all of us for sure. Absolutely. And then one of the cool things about radio is that you never know where a show is sort of going to go. You might have an idea in your mind if Kyrie Irving is traded. All right. I'm probably going to talk a lot about that. But then all of a sudden, Joe from Staten Island calls and wants to talk about bowling. And now I guess you're talking <laughs> about bowling for 10 minutes. So sort of what is that balance like of knowing, OK, maybe there's a little bit of prep that goes into a show, but also sort of have to remain on your toes 24-7? And that's a testament to knowing yourself, right? Reading articles, watching stuff throughout the week. You don't just turn on the mic on Saturday and be like, all right, catch me up, everybody. Like they're expecting you to know it, you know? So um, wait, what was the first part of that? I had something to say to that too. Um, sort of like the difference between preparing and being ready versus on the spot. Oh, oh the Kyrie Irving thing. Okay, yeah. so yesterday I had a whole show planned. I wanted to talk some baseball finally, pitchers and catchers. And then I was on, my show started at six. It takes over an hour for me to get into the city, in New York City. And um, I was planning to leave around 4.15, four. And all of a sudden, you know, whatever time, three o'clock, Kyrie Irving's traded. I'm like, oh, there goes my whole entire show <laughs> plan, you know? So, hey, you got to be ready. I jumped on some spaces. I tried to get a pulse of what the fan base was thinking before I even got there. So it's still doing prep work, you know? And even on the way in, I was listening to the one of the Dallas radio stations because I always love getting the their perspective on, on big news like that. So I was listening to them talk about the trade from their angle. So I was preparing all the way in to New York City. But uh, the good news is it's kind of baseball is kind of evergreen at this point. So next weekend, I'm all, pretty much all set for show for next weekend. Awesome. And then so I guess along those. <clears throat> Sorry, Dylan, you go. Um, I was going to basically say, so to follow up on that, um, I know you're a huge Yankee fan and then also a huge Giants fan as well. So say there's a story about the Yankees or say there's a story, I guess, controversially about the Mets. Do you have the fandom in you that sort of propels your angle on it or is it sort of try to remain as even keeled as possible? Yeah, that's kind of stylistic, you know, and uh, I would say you're wrong on one of those teams. So that means I'm doing a good job for me, <laughs> for myself. Um, for me, I, I like to call it right down the middle. Um, I, I see I, I'm different than you guys. I, I have a strike against me already. I'm a girl. Right. And if I say I'm a devil's fan then the rangers fans and the islander fans are like well then she knows nothing she actually knows nothing but that's not true you know so um what i put off on social media is is by design mm -hmm. um listen i don't hate any of the teams here in this area and when they do well i do well and we all love it you know but you know i do root for teams i mean i was on the yankees as a t-baller i mean how do you i was number seven on t-ball on the yankees <laughs> you know my dad's a Met fan you know go to games but it's like I do it on purpose because on my show, for me, I like to do it right down the middle. I know, again, other people like to do it differently, but that's them. Works for them. 
Yeah, awesome. And then, you know, you were talking about how you are a woman in the sports industry and a lot of the people at the fan are men and, and just in this industry in general. So I was wondering if you could kind of speak to what that what's what that is like. Sometimes it's hard to put into words. Um, it's always and I it's I don't know if you guys are familiar. I think it's Greek mythology where that, that guy Sisyphus is pushing the boulder up the mountain and then it keeps falling back on him. Like as soon as you think you're getting somewhere and maybe it's not even just a woman thing, you feel like you're getting somewhere. And then all of a sudden there, there comes someone kind of crashing it down. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate still. I mean, especially with the callers, sometimes you get callers that they're like, well, well let me tell you something. <laughs> so I usually let those guys go, you know, with whatever they're about to say. And then I just kind of you know, pull the rug out from underneath them, you know, like, actually you're wrong because here's why I know the research I've done the research. So um, it's been, it's been fine. You know, it's been good. Um, I can't imagine it, you know, any other way really, but um, sometimes it is tough, um, just because, you know, it's like people don't even want to get a chance to, to know you and that's, that's their problem. It's, it's not mine, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, not to switch gears abruptly, but I, I was kind of curious about this, you know, you're talking about how you get to meet with players and talk with players and talk with people who are involved with teams, but you also, you know, you run your own show and you're kind of, you know, you're also a media personality. So how do you balance, I guess, the news aspect of your show and, and of your role with your, you know, I am who I am. I have my opinions. This is why I'm right. This is why I'm wrong. Yeah. So when I go to Yankee Stadium or City Field or, or wherever, the role changes, the, the cap changes. You know, it's like, all right, today, today my assignment is let me ask the questions that people want to know the answers to. Let me get their opinions on these things. And, and, you know, it's just, it's more of like, I'm not going to inject my opinions. Like they're the professional baseball player. I'm asking them the questions, but I take that the way I do it is I kind of take that audio back to my show. And then I say, well, well, here, like last night I was talking about the, the changes to the, um, the pro bowl games. Okay. Well, when I was sitting with Elijah Vera Tucker from the jets, I was asking him his opinion because he thought he was going to be a pro bowler last year, last year injured this season, but he was like, well, this is what I think. I kind of like it, you know, whatever. And then, okay, I took that, put it on my show last night. Here's what he had to say. Well, here's what I have to say now. So it's kind of like reporter to gather the information and then radio show host to talk about the information, if that makes sense. Like if you're like writing a research paper, right? You get your sources and then you have your opinion on the sources. Same thing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then sort of adding on to that point, since I know the job is now technically available since Sweeney Murdy, a great presence at WFAN. I know who's there for a couple of years is that sort of yeah. Yankees reporter type. I know it's available and I know you're a huge Yankee fan. Is that something that could potentially be interesting, something that might be in the future? It would be a dream job. Let me tell you something. I mean, Sweeney showed me the ropes there, so I'm grateful to him. I mean, 31, I think, 31 years. I mean, I'm 34. I mean, he's been doing it <laughs> as long as I've been alive, you know, so um, but uh, yeah, I mean, dream job. Just think about wearing the Yankees on t at T-ball. And then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? It's, it's just like, what a career arc, what a story that would be. So yeah, I mean, I'm all in and hey, we'll see what happens. You know, I, I've declared it now. We'll see. Absolutely. And then I guess we will get a little, cause I know you have a short time, but we will add on to want to hear some Yankee baseball. So for people who don't hear you on the radio, but might hear you hear your take on the 2023 Yankees, is it the year that 28 finally gets ring or they finally get 28th ring, but thoughts on the Yankees? I don't think so. As it stands right now, I mean, we're February, but who's the shortstop? Who's the left fielder? 
who's the cat day-to-day catcher. I mean, there, there's so many questions. Who's the closer? Like those are prime positions. Like there's a lot of questions with this Yankees team. And to me, yeah, they just kind of were status quo. I know judge, you know, judge and Rizzo and all that. And Chapman's gone. Who cares? But to me, the Yankees are like this. They, they flatlined, I think. Um, I don't think they're, they're good enough to beat the Astros this year. And that's always the, the, the mentality now, right? February, are they good enough to beat the Astros? Cause that's who they're going to run into. I don't think so. Not yet. Anyway. Well, as, as the Mets club ambassador for side retired, I, I would, I would be happy if, you know, there's a little bit of a subway series world series or something, but I yeah. definitely think, um, I think you're right. I think, I think even the Mets are probably in a, in a, pretty favorable position as well to to contend with them if they see them in the world series and then even during the subway series this year um we so we were we were talking earlier when we were prepping and we were kind of laughing to ourselves about like we were talking earlier with podcast versus radio so we were wondering what your favorite fan call has been on the show (laughs) either funny or just ridiculous or what's one that sticks out in your mind uh, two kind of just came to mind. So I'm on late at night, right on the weekend. So sometimes you get the guys that have, you know, had a little too much, right? So there was this one guy, I forget the context of the call. There was nothing, no sports, you know, with this guy's call. And he was like, Oh, something like I thought I was calling my Uber driver. I'm like, Oh, really? Oh, some, some story. Right. And I said, by the way, like, what's your Uber rating? And then he's like, Oh, let me check for you. Like whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was like, oh, and then I kind of just gently hung up on him. And I said to my producer, I said, well, let me check mine. What's yours? So I kind of played it off, you know? And then there's this other guy, Omar from, I guess, Brooklyn or the Bronx, one of them. He calls every once in a while. He's a huge Nets fan, basketball. So there was, this is the three years ago. He, he, his call always starts out. And, he, and he's an Indian guy, right? And he's got a thick accent. So his call always starts out calm, cool, collected. And if you let him go long enough, it crescendos into like this. Really, <laughs> you can't understand what he's saying exactly all the time. Because now he's screaming into the phone. You know, the whole thing, right? So I <laughs> I let him come up for air. I let him take a breath, right? He's all the way at the top now. And I let I didn't say a single word. I just let him <laughs> crescendo because I know that's how he gets. You get to know the callers after a while. But he's up here. And I let him take a breath and I cut him off. And I was like, oh, it was like a bad Nets loss or something. And I was like, Omar, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> and people were tweeting me like, Danielle, I almost just drove off the road. That was hilarious. <laughs> so I guess those are the two that kind of stick out. Yeah. So did he, he call he after back, by the I was way. About to, did he call after the Kyrie <laughs> no. Irving trade or nothing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, I, just, I don't know. I hope he's all right. I love it. Well, this is definitely the fun because I know a lot of people probably listen to Boomer or they listen to Craig Carton, but there's a lot of fun that happens on the WFN where uh, airwaves when you're not listening and when you're not expecting it, but definitely a lot of fun things happening. Matt, yeah, those are it. the best ones when you're not yeah. expecting it. That's the best. It's not planned. It's just like you said, it's, you're live. Here it is. Pick up the phone. Whoever's on the other end of it. <laughs> let's go. Absolutely. Love it. Well, you can definitely, I think your next show is Saturday, I believe. Yeah. So Saturday definitely go check out. Danielle McCartan on WFAN hearing all about Yankees Met spring training at that point will be what five days away, maybe four days uh, away. So we're right there. Yeah. I know. Maybe and nice maybe and Kevin Durant trade. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I think you'll get a call from Omar if all of a sudden Kevin Durant is gone from his so, team, too. I hope you guys are listening if he does in fact call, because that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, Matt, you got anything else to throw in? I do not know. This is oh, awesome. Good. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, you guys keep plugging away. You're doing a good job. You're doing the right things. 
Thanks so much. So until the next time, the side is retired. Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SIDERETIREDPOD in all capitals for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including the MLB and NFL. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for the rest of today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. Well, that was a great episode just now talking with Danielle McCartan of WFAN, learning all about the lifestyle and what it is to be a radio broadcaster and to be a Yankees insider, as well as getting an insight into what it is like to host an actual radio show. We appreciate all the time and insight Danielle gave us today, talking about her career, what it's like to be a woman in the industry, and look forward to seeing her bright future potentially in an expanded role with WFAN. Of course, we have a lot of great interviews learning about more interesting careers in the industry coming up later this week, as well as next week, Savannah Bananas, more college coaches. So until the next time, lots of fun coming in the future. For Dylan, James, and Jack, the side is retired.